You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. The first I thought that was the heart of rock and roll that was still beaten, but then I don't know what you're doing now. It's a 20th Century Fox intro, Michael. I thought we would do something a little different. I kind of heard that, but the the first two bump, 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 bump that you started with, all I had was the Huey Lewis heart of rock and roll going through my head. I don't think I could sing like Huey. I don't think I could sing like Huey. Oh, well, you can't sing like 20th Century Fox either. I thought it was pretty good. Do you good. know what? Uh, before we get into the topic that we're going to get into, mm-hmm. uh, I should ask, have you tasted anything really good lately? I I, I want to give a quick plug, but I thought I'd let you, if you've tasted anything really great, give it a plug now. Um, I've got a couple. Um, okay. The 2016 Organized Crime Pipe Down at okay. sub $20. It is unbelievable uh bordeaux style blend i also got a sneak peek at the 2016 trius red which is one of the most approachable uh trius reds i've ever had because they always come out a little bit too early and take a bit to come together this one's rocking and rolling ready to go really oh yeah all right well here's here are my two and they're from the same place i got a chance to taste the i sellers 2016s and his 2016 arena mm-hmm. is absolutely spectacular. Only beaten by his 16 Cabernet Sauvignon. What Adnan Isel is doing with Cabernet Sauvignon is unfrickin' believable. That cab at 60 bucks sounds like it's expensive, but it is it is worth twice the price. And I don't uh, say that about a lot of places. The ISEL family are a template for how to build things up in Niagara. Their facility is modest. Their vineyards yep. are beautiful. And honestly... Andre, you got you got to come down and you I know. got to try. He Listen, said, I, hey, I said, if Andre's available, invite him. And I said, he works during the week. <sighs> he can't come out. I send everyone to that winery. and It's the thing because I'm budget-minded. I know I bitch about how poor I am on this podcast from time to time. But when you walk into that winery and you're met by Adnan and, and Elif uh, and Simba, wait, that's the dog's name, right? That's the dog's name, and he's he's great. He but sat I mean, at my feet through the whole tasting. But Hilarious. you you, fe- you feel like you're you're being greeted by old friends, and yeah, when you, when just... your old friends are pouring wines that good that they're proud of that, I have zero issues with spending the money on their wines, and I'm I'm thrilled that they have an entry level. I'm looking forward to to tasting it. But honestly, if you have the cash. Drop it on the good stuff because it's worth it. Yeah, it was. It, I'm telling you, those 16 Arena and Cab are so fucking good. All right, let's move on to what we're supposed to be talking about. Yes, we're actually supposed to be going a little further east. Yes, and we're going to be talking about County in the City. And which, I, uh, let me just, let me let me happened. put this out there because I know we were a little disappointed last year with the promotion and everything. So if there's any event that deserves a most improved sticker, it is County in the City. Yeah, County in the City. Well, it was uh, there was there was something about it. There was a little bit of a, a buzz in the room. I went to the uh, uh, the afternoon session. You went to the evening session with yes. mom, yes. not my mom. No, your mom's my in mom. town. Yeah. 
And uh, so, yeah, you, you, you showed mom more of the county than you could have had you gone to visit for the weekend. And and we discovered uh, we discovered some great wines. Before we get like into the nitty gritty of this, uh, a shout out to Trail Estate for their pet net. And oh God, you in this pet net? No, no, shit. no, 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 no. Here's the thing: oh, is God. listen, I'll put it in my mouth, and it has to taste good. And I'm not one to follow trends, but this is from my mom. My mom really enjoyed the pet net. She she kind of looked at it, put it in her glass, looked at the color, and was just like, you know, what up with that? And I was just like, well, let, let's just taste it and see what it tastes like. It was. Just really well put together, really good wine. My mom, my mom enjoyed it, which means that I, I think that it deserves a, a thumbs up. So the average consumer would like it, is what you're saying? I think probably more average consumers than we would think. Oh, all right. okay. So are we going to talk about a top three for the county this year, or what are we uh, what are we doing? I know last year we did like our top wines. Uh, I don't know how many you got around to tasting, uh, but if you can put a top three together, obviously. People know where Prince Edward County is by now. If not, yes. you should go back and listen to last year's cast. We did. Uh, we actually we've done quite a quite a bit on 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 Prince Edward County. We did one totally about our trips. We that love we the did. county. We've definitely. done one on county and the city last year. We definitely love the the county, and I'm I'm always on the hunt to see what things are going because what's fascinating is the winemaking in the county is so new that there's a lot of places that. There's there's holes in their portfolio, and I'm there's no need to single single anyone out, but there's a lot of places where there's some good wines with a couple of great wines. So going through Prince Edward County is a bit of a hunt to look for those great bottles. But one thing I noticed this year was there were a lot more good to great wines in the room than there have been in past years. And I and I and I, I think I'm going to hand out a, a an award tonight okay. uh, on our podcast okay. uh, for most improved. Go most on. improved, and I and I can tell you why it's most improved. Should I tell the winery now, or should yeah. I, is that a tease for later? Or? We can save that as a tease for later. Are you going to get? Right, are, are you going to get us in trouble? I don't. I don't think so. Okay, not, cool. Not more than usual. Okay, no, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm going to start with uh, with a wine, uh, one of my favorites, and I know that uh, I know you're going to be shocked by it. But really, when you're talking county. There's two big grape varieties out there, and then there's a bunch of little grape varieties. But uh, I really was a fan of two of the Kloss and Chase wines, the 2016 uh, Brock Chardonnay and the 16 Kloss and Chase Vineyard Chardonnay. I liked both of those. Actually, the uh, 2016 Kloss and Chase Vineyard, sorry, 2014 Kloss and Chase Vineyard Chardonnay was one of my favorite wines I've had in months period and oh yeah because they were t- pouring a back vintage with uh with a current vintage yep and it was um i mean it's one of those wineries where the wines have always been good but when you're commanding that price i kind of take a lay of the land and um i want to make sure that i'm getting my money's worth out there and clausen has really been underwhelming over the past few years uh i am going back to that winery thirsty this spring do you know what it didn't make my top three um, but, uh, I think the Pinot Gris, I don't know if you got a chance to try the 17 Pinot Gris. I thought it was their best ever. From Clausen? From Clausen. I don't think I tried that. It was the, it was their best ever. And I have not been a fan of that Pinot Gris. Uh, I think they've made it two or three years, but the 17 is just dynamite. Like it is really thirst quenching. It is, 
uh, and I'm not a big fan of Pinot Gris. So for me to go, wow, I loved that Pinot Gris is, is something, you know, to take note of. It just was really juicy, really flavorful, really summery. And it made me want summer to come faster, and it's not coming faster. Well, at faster. this race, summer's going to be here in August. We're recording this on April 18th. Hopefully, by the time this podcast is released, it'll be spring. I, I, I don't know. Andre, I do have... Wait, 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 wait. Six, I have some bottles of your rosé, and I want to crack one on the first nice, warm day that I can sit out on the back patio, and it's just so slowly not even coming along that's it's very sweet me. of you um we actually found some cases kicking around so if anyone wants it it's called when pigs fly and it's available at rockway you just found some well we did our inventory and we were off on our inventory so we got a few oh, cases for sale we found some i wasn't holding it back like come on we, i want to sell we this found some now it's now it's 24 dollars. no we no found some no no we're hard line on the price we want to be affordable anyways <laughs> I have a Pinot Gris that I really enjoyed there, and oh. I really, really enjoy talking to Derek Barnett when he's pouring the wines from Carlo. Um, the Pinot Gris that he was pouring was really, really good, uh, and for me, it was all about the mouthfeel. It had nice weight, nice texture, kind of pushing in some honey notes on it. It was just a really tasty wine. You know, I, I have to question what's going on at Carlo just a little bit. You got one of the most talented winemakers in Ontario, and it just seems that they're bringing out the same stuff over and over again. Now, the Pinot Gris obviously was different, but and the, and they had two Pinot Noirs, which were really good. That's obviously Derek's influence. But I'm 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 I I, I want to see I want to see more Derek in those wines. Do you know what Do you know what I mean? I I do, and I I I felt that there was some of that coming through with. Um... The Petit Verdot, which was made with fruit from Niagara. Yes, and, uh, I would I would agree with that, yes. And uh, for, for those people who, who don't know, Derek's label Meldville is uh, tied to Legends Estates. And yeah. uh, Serge makes a very, very good Petit Verdot uh, single variety at, um, at, at Legends. But this was, the, the one that Derek had put together under the Carlo label is just outstanding and worth seeking out. So then I'm I'm going to uh, skip over and and talk about um, another favorite, and they again had uh, two wines that that I'd have to put onto my onto my top list. Okay. Uh, Rose Hall Run. Woo-hoo! Did you try the 2011 Stardust? I certainly did. And this five was... years on lease, this sucker, sixty Pinot, forty Chard. I'm telling you, um, they they figured out sparkling and well, it's... ceremony ceremony has always been outstanding let me yes. ask you michael was that the first time you tasted stardust it is the first time i think i've tasted because stardust. i tasted it earlier and i wrote some some very good tasting notes on it very honest tasting notes but when i tasted it uh shortly after the wine was disgorged i felt that it wasn't as good as ceremony it kind of had this like bruised fruit note to it which was just like okay this is kind of interesting i mean it's got nice acidity and it's really nicely well put together package but that stardust my god that's a showstopper now yeah, that is it like, has like, come together really really well like like so it's like a high definition picture of exactly what perfect sparkling wine should taste like uh you know it's got really really nice toasted bread notes off the nose uh the fruit's nice and focused where it's it's 
you know, it's got the citrus backbone, but poking through is a little bit of peach, a little bit of apple, but it's not cloying with the ripe fruit. Like, it's just like little, little whispers of it being like, hey, it's not just lemons here. We got, we got a little bit of a fruit party happening and we, we want yeah, you to come and join biscuity, us. Biscuity, leasy, smoky, yeah. toasty, spiced apples, the citrus. It was really, uh, I, it was, it was a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. Ken Griffey Jr., Simpsons. And then um, wait, 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 the wait. other one from, from Rose Hall okay. was the JCR Chardonnay. Yes, 2016. 16. He's done it again. Oh, 15 my God. Was great. 16, yeah. still great. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, yeah, so good. Just makes me want to dance. <laughs> and again, not a Chardonnay fan, but that's the kind of Chardonnay I'm like, yes, that's, yeah. But it, 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 that one, that one is, it's two dance words. in the wine. Two words for you, balance and concentration. Acids Very are perfect. Fun. Warmer summer. A uh, little bit of everything. Vanilla, baking spice, apples. Butterscotch. Yeah, so good. Peach, minerality, yeah. Oh, acidity. Yeah. All there. All there. So good. Okay, so let me lead the way on, on, on one one of my favorite wineries. And, and uh, I was actually teasing, um, teasing Glenn about this, is Light Hall. Because I love writing about the Light Hall wines. But... They're always sold out, so when I go to the winery, I make my tasting notes, I go home, I write them. And I'm not like you, where I wait two years to uh, post a, a blog entry. <clears throat> they were old wines. They were old wines we tasted, and I just found the notes. And if anybody's, if, no, if, you, haven't, uh, if you haven't gone to my website, michaelpinkuswinereview.com, you can go to, uh, on the uh, no, it's uh, from the cellar, and um, it's highlighted by two dogs. Yep. I don't remember the name of the other Henry one. Henry's there. Henry and Sadie. And Sadie was the other one. Yeah. Yeah, because both nights that I came over, uh, there was a dog. Yeah. And then they decided to all lie on me. Yeah. So I took pictures, and and they ended up in the, in the blog post. So. Yeah, but anyways. I, I can't say enough good things about Light Hall, and even though the the wines don't make it to my blog very often, um, make a visit to this winery, even. Even if it's just to pick up the uh, the Charmat sparkling that he does, is it progression? Yes. Yeah, it's, progression, it's progression is that. Yeah. That the other great. one's culmination. Culmination. Um, what he was pouring was his sparkling Pinot Noir rosé, which he does in a, a Charmat style. But yeah, that no Charmat. That's I think it's called the fence or something, isn't it? Um, I actually didn't pay attention to the name because I literally um, like tasted it and then managed to get Dropped my head, get, get my got my hands on a bottle and may have taken it home and guzzled it that night all righty then being discreet about that yeah light hall is is great and i know he's got a new chardonnay coming out yes and well i mean here's uh, the thing is the he, was, June, he was pouring so, he was pouring uh, hopefully a, i'll i'll be able to taste some of this, this well he stuff. was pouring a great chardonnay but i mean glenn's, ramirez vineyard i think and it that's was. it glenn's very proud of what he accomplishes with his estate fruit and the Chardonnay was very good. Um, if we're being brutally honest, and I think even he knew where it says. Because here's the thing about about Glenn is he's pretty hard on him himself with his winemaking and his cheese making. He sets himself to a high standard. He was just like, yeah, this isn't this isn't my best. Wait, wait until you taste my next one. Uh, but it was still very good Chardonnay. I'd be very happy to have a bottle of that, Michael. If you bring me a bottle of that Ramirez Vineyard Chardonnay, I would still give you a big hug and a kiss. That means no. <laughs> All right, so here here it is. We teased it up earlier, and and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Um, most improved. I don't know. You know, when you were in school, sometimes they gave out awards, and you got the most improved, and you brought that home, and like your parents go, well, 
Well, what were you doing before? <laughs> so what award did you win in school, Michael? Uh, best behaved one, one year. Don't believe so, that. Which, unbelievable. Or most improved behavior or something like that. Okay, I, I can believe that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I think I... I think they medicated me that year. <laughs> Anyways, let's give out the award. Ready? Yep, ready. Lacey Estates. Yep. Um, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I mean, it's, because, it's, kind, of, it's because, kind of interesting because Lacey Estates is the exact template of um, one of those wineries that I was talking about where I would pop in there and always find one or two bottles that really excited me. But there would be a lot of stuff that was sort of on the mediocre end where it's just like, okay, this is yeah, drinkable, but, but like... I, I I want something that excites me when I'm when I'm spending money on wine. Well, here's my theory. Now, Kimball Lacey worked for Kloss and Chase, yes. and he also worked for Lacey, obviously. And you know, I think when you do that, you do your own project. You don't fully either pay attention to one or the other. Yes. And and you're afraid that if you do the exact same thing for your winery that you are doing at somebody else's winery, they'll say you're copying. So now that he's full-time at Lacey, yes. he's not worried about what's going on at Clausen. He's not wondering, oh, am I copying them? He's making his own statement. His Inox Chardonnay, which is an unoaked chard, again, one of my pet peeves is unoaked Chardonnay. Yes. It was delightfully fresh, yes, fruity, definitely pineapple, was. peach. Uh, it was just, just wonderful. Uh, granted, I think it's Niagara fruit, but I mean... Still a really lovely unoaked Chardonnay. They also did a rosé uh, called Emily, which is 100% Pinot Gris, left on its skins for 36 hours, giving it that really great kind wait, of... Wait, 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 wait. I know I know, we're singing Kimball's praises, but you know why that wine's called Emily, right? No, I don't know. Uh, Kimball doesn't make the wine. Who does? Emily. Their daughter, their daughter, who's in Niagara College for winemaking. Well, she didn't make that. He's making that. No. She's in college at the moment. Wink. All right. That Pinot Gris is is pure summer. Like, but I, I really like Pinot Gris with some skin contact, some lees contact, maybe a little bit of barrel. Like, there's. I like Pinot Gris with something, and this had lees contact for six months. And it's got that skin contact for 36 hours. So it's it's got that nice pink color to it. So it's beautiful rosé. But the outstanding wine and made my top three of the day was his 2016 Chardonnay. All county, all estate fruit. That thing just rocked. Drop the mic. Kimball, walk away. That one's fantastic. Man, this is so much nicer than when we talked about county in the city last year, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yeah, I love <laughs> you know finding these wines. I love I, I finding need, things I, that make me make me excited to visit the county. I need to give one more shout out too because it is some place that is worth shouting out, and I really love the winemaker there. So this is more the Miss Congeniality Award because it's important to have an entry level landing point in your wine region. And I'm sorry, Sandbanks, you're not it. Your wines kind of suck. No! Uh, but uh, Casadea and Paul Badalana is so passionate about what he does. Oh, yeah. And let's face it. These wines are not the knock our socks off wines, but they occupy a really important spot, which is the entry-level wines. And are the wines good enough to make you buy a second bottle? And the answer is yes. 
And he actually did have one wine that really impressed me, and it was the sparkling Riesling that he had put together. Yep. And yep. No, Paul Paul has got such passion yep. for his wines. And he's a great um, winemaker. But the I thing like is, talking to him because yeah. of that passion. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. Even though we can't run through the entire list and be like, oh, my God, these wines were the, the, the highlights of the night. His wines are generally $20 in and around there. And... Um, Just, on. just good, good my value, yeah. good wines. It, it. It's, it's a good place to go and pick up a few bottles. So, and, and and because the county can be expensive, like the most of the wines that I mentioned as as favorites are are above twenty, like easily above twenty. Yep. Uh, some in the thirties. Yeah. Uh, it's always nice to go somewhere where things are in the under twenty dollar, and you can you can buy multiple bottles and not feel that you broke the bank. Yeah. So I'm taking a look at the calendar here. The next podcast that's out after this one, I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about, but that day, May the 8th, I will be on an airplane to San Francisco. So so you're going to the county in June, and I'm going to California in May. Yeah. So I think I'll have to pick something up, and we'll have to arrange a trade so you can grab me something from the county and I'll bring you something back from there. But I'm sure we'll get a podcast or two out of uh, what's happening in California. But I've got a couple of really exciting stops lined maybe, up. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll be able to connect. I maybe. hope so. I really hope so. All righty then. Anyways, Andre, thanks, give thanks, us that Mike. spiel that you spiel so well. First off, thanks to County and the City again for pulling off a great event way better than last year you guys are on, on the right path and the wineries of prince edward county thank you for bringing your a game we love you we're looking forward to seeing you soon subscribe to this podcast leave a comment i know i was a little bit brutally honest there but i'm sorry sandbank step up your game so angry phone calls to me this time really you're yes. gonna take an angry phone call i'll take an angry phone call from sandbanks all righty then good night oh wait you didn't say. I'm where Michael to... Pincus from MichaelPincusWineReview.com. I'm Andre Prue from UnderWineReview.ca, and that was a premature good night. I'm a premature good nighter, and again, good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes. <laughs>